that's weird. Stop being an idiot. Never. I'll never stop being an idiot, Garth. You stop bossing me. This is the last sort of week of the year. The last little bit of 2020. Here's to hoping 2021 doesn't raw dog us all in the bee hole. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're also with it today. We're also energetic. But you know what? It's almost over, guys. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's only just one more year of this. Then we'll be out. Only. Just one more year. We can do this. Hey, and this is the Movie Dummies Podcast, the podcast we come to to erase our brains and talk about movies. Erase. Erase. Uh, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And no. A.A. Ron. But he's here in spirit to talk about a movie I'm guessing he would love. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Right? Doesn't this seem... I can definitely see him going like, oh, I get it. I get it. This guy, right? He's just, I feel so much for him. Like, I could I could totally see him relating to this character in some way. Or is it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I was so hoping that the Ben Affleck character would run at someone and say something. Because I was like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is Aaron. This is, this is actually kind of what it must be like to be around him all the time. Probably. A guy who's just a bit manic. Hmm. Uh, I think he was a liar. Who, Ben Affleck in this movie? Yes. I don't think he was much of a liar. He was uh, a psychopath. I would say that, yes. But I think the story he told about his life wasn't true. Uh, He it, eventually told believable. the truth. It's still not believable. I'm used mini marshmallows. Uh, this movie's called Surviving Christmas, by the way. We watched this movie. And there is a reason why people don't put this on the rotation every year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this good. movie was made in 2004. 2004. Directed it by Mike Mitchell. PG-13. Whoever that is. Mike Mitchell? He's directed yeah. stuff you'd like, I think. I like think. Trolls. No. It has I some particularly care for that. Shrek Forever After, Sky High. Well known. I'm still not blowing up my skirt here. SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Not. The Lego movie too. It's just not my demo. I never saw that. It is alright. It's really hard to strike for lightning to strike twice lightning like that. Twice. Yeah, so. Yeah. It has famous people known as Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate, and James Gandolfini. And keep going. Oh my goodness, Catherine the full O'Hara. Cast. You can add Catherine O'Hara. Well, of course, Catherine yeah. O'Hara. She's the famous person from Home Alone, a famous Christmas movie. Well, you know, she's been in lots of stuff. She's Bill a Macy, um, Josh. Bill Macy. Yeah, he was Duda. He's not. Oh, Bill, not William H. Macy. Oh, okay. Bill. He's the reason that William H. Macy has to be William right. H. I'm sure. Um, wasn't the old lady, the girlfriend's mom, also kind of famous? I've, I know I've seen her before. Yeah, I believe the both the mom and the dad. the The oh. girl is also semi famous. She was Zoe. Yeah, she's Zoe. Well, or you know, she had her whole. TV show. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Once upon, upon a time. Once upon a time. On oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. I remember now. Who was it? Uh, what's her name? I recognize her name oh. in the credits. Uh, Jennifer Morrison, the chick who played Missy, the the girlfriend who breaks up with him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a recurring bit on How I Met Your Mother, then got her own show called Once Upon a Time where she was magic lady or some shit. I don't know. She was the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming. Sure. Oh, her. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Seen her before. As dumb as shit. Um, 
Oh, you know her from the great outdoors, Matt. Who? The the mom lady. Oh yeah, that's right. She's from the great outdoors. That makes more sense now. Also, did you like Phil Lewis? Did I like Phil Lewis as if I know who Phil Lewis is? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. The lawyer that came in. The lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the guy who played Hooch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hooch is crazy. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Hooch is crazy. That's exactly what I said when I saw it. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) Steven Root's in here for a hot minute as Dr. Freeman. Yeah, that, that, this whole, the whole premise is completely ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Should we get into it? Let's. I I think Shannon's correct. I think he's full of bullshit the whole movie through. Because why would he just go to a stranger's house? Act like a fucking maniac in front of their window, like they're—he just knows they're gonna see him, and then light a piece of paper on fire and whisper to nobody who can hear <laughs> that he forgives somebody who never really wronged him because his mom died after overworking herself and all this other bullshit that was supposed to be. Yeah, it's it, none, of, none of it makes sense. Doesn't make sense. The well, thing, the I thing mean, that he absolutely could be forgiving her for not giving him a not ever giving him Christmases, I guess. He could be forgiving his dad for walking out. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But why is he at the house that wasn't his? That wasn't his actual boyhood home, was it? Because how? Could so it that not there you go, man. It? That's what I want to touch on first, because both of the plot and the movie both postulate that yes, this is his actual boyhood home. But to me, watching the movie and then then recalling on all of the crazy bullshit you have to sift through to get to the end of this movie. I don't think it was. But his name was carved in the tree. His right. name was carved but in the tree. Supposedly he lived within, you know, he had just walked down to the corner where his mom worked, and I didn't see a place of business anywhere near that thing. Right. His mom I don't know. Supposedly <laughs> they were in the diner at the end. Yes, that's mm. true. Yeah, but I don't He's think that was He's never gone in a diner since until he was healed by this movie. It's yeah. There is logic gaps all over this movie. I mean, I feel like the basic premise probably could work. Yeah, especially with the opening montage. Different. Yeah, the opening montage with like the grandma killing herself. Yeah, like this is bad Santa. This is a dark comedy Christmas movie. It could work, right? But no, not this movie. This movie goes no, off the rails. Movie. Because he he's, is seemingly a good ad exec. Yeah. He's very dollar. successful marketing executive or something. He has a girlfriend who he kind of likes, I guess. Yes. Um, he's really excited about how he's going to take her to Fiji for Christmas. He sets up this whole thing like he's going to propose and then he's just like, "Hey, let's fly to Fiji." And right. she's real mad about it because he won't talk about his family and he can't be serious about her and this that, and the other. And then he then proceeds to buy her a bracelet, mm. track down her therapist yes. at an airport. Harass him while he's trying to get through TSA. Who's the therapist? Which is stressful. Stephen Root. Root. That's my stapler. Um, I mean, he's trying to get his family through TSA, which is stressful enough at Christmas. Again, stressful. And he's just like, I'm having, you need to focus on me. And this guy's like, oh my God, it's just crazy. It's, it's nuts. That was the first because he can't be alone on Christmas. Well, how about this, you dumbass? Why don't you just call your girlfriend, tell her you're sorry, and that you're you absolutely want to be serious and you want to spend the holidays with her family, and just leave Fiji out of it? How about that? 
that yeah. would have been a much Be more reasonable thing than yeah. than renting a family for Christmas. Would you allow someone to come into your home for two hundred and fifty thousand? Well, that's not the part. That's the that's a issue. lot of money. The huge <laughs> issue is that it's never clearly communicated that he has acknowledged and recognized the deficiency in his in himself. Right. Which is the impetus for his entire adventure. Right. Is that yeah? There's something wrong with me. But he knows yeah. what it is. He knows that it's because his dad left, and he knows it's because his mom's dead. Mm. You know, these are these are things that would lead you to, you know, feeling a certain way. Right. And he never got to spend Christmas at anything but a diner. You got the big boy stack of pancakes, though, so it was good. Right. You know, but it's like he, none of that is communicated to us, the audience, who's watching this person seemingly go from successful man to a little desperate to absolute fucking psychopath in the manner of right? just a couple I mean, minutes. Yeah. The look on his face when he's telling James Gandolfini to wear the the Santa hat, it, it's terrifying. He is terrifying. He's Where so abusive comes. to these people. Right? And then why would... He, I mean, among all the things, why would he send Catherine O'Hare to that photographer? I, I guess... No he, idea. Maybe he didn't know what kind of photographer it was, and it was just a favor that was owed. I think he just wanted to end the kid's pornography addiction and it burst. So, you think that's what he was doing? Whoa, I never thought about it like that. That's that's a real long con, <laughs> right? I guess I was hoping that he was going to encourage each of the family members to see that they needed to change because he was so crazy, Drew. That the family was going to unite together and change who they were. It's kind of what happened. Kinda, just not. He like came in and stirred all the pot, and all their crap rose to the surface, and they dealt with it, and he helped them deal with it a little bit, True. and I guess True. got the kid uh, unaddicted to porn. <laughs> I good. guess, but is it just me or did that kid look at that picture for far too long? Well, I he, he, he was, was sitting there for hours. In they shock. had a whole Christmas dinner, and he was still up there going. Uh, Right. And why did the mom take that, that picture? Bizarre. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think the she photographer made her feel pretty again. That was the whole premise behind the her staying at the photo shoot like that. Or was it photoshopped yeah, sure, somebody sure, else's sure. badge? I think it's. We didn't get to see the badge, so I'm not sure. <laughs> you've done yeah. you've done authentic studies. Of Catherine O'Hara's mm. badge, you would be able to tell us. Yeah, well, that's good. We have an expert here, or I never a sex expert. When no, we're talking about Karen. <laughs> I never noticed that. <laughs> I'm looking through photos of the movie, and at the beginning, oh, okay. I never noticed that. Uh, the dad comes out with the shovel to hit him over the head, and he's wearing a Santa cap. But yet, he made such a big deal that he wouldn't wear it. But he's wearing it when he goes to hit him over the head. Interesting. Interesting. I never noticed that is it. Interesting. As Joe was saying, there are big gaps in logic in this movie. I don't. I think it might have been put together in the editing room because nothing really makes sense the way that it's presented. Yeah. Ben Affleck is a bipolar person. He is a bipolar person on complete manic episode. Like 10,000%. He's ramped up. He he forgot his medication. Mm. He's going bonkers. And his behavior is both appalling and frightening. And if I kind of disgusting. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's dis- disgusting that he is just like, oh yeah, you guys you have to let me stay here. Like, right? I'm rich, you, you know. And the then only, he just the way he bullies them. But the only person <laughs> yeah. that doesn't kind of take his uh, crap is Christina Applegate, right? Is that her name? Yeah, I forget Christina her name. Applegate. Yeah. Her the, name the actual his fake sister. Yeah, whoever she was. Yeah. But she sees right through it, and she's like, 
Okay, get him out of here. She played Alicia. Gotcha. She is completely unavailable for this movie. It's like she she phoned this one in. I mean, I feel like she did fine with what she had to work with. Exactly. Do you know that there's Oscar award-winning actors and directors in this movie? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the talent level is high, but Ben Affleck is giving them almost nothing to do. Yeah. And there's no Christina Applegate-iness. There's plenty of James Gandolfini-ness in here mm-hmm. and a little bit of Catherine I mean, O'Hara-ness. I mean, I don't think James Gandolfini could be less, could ever be less James Gandolfini. I mean, but you know, there's no, there's no Christina Applegate-ness going on. I mean, I felt a little bit of it during some, like when they were sick. I'm I guess that, well, that's the closest worked, he came to right. acting normal too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think when she's kind of humorously chiding him, there's a slight, small piece of Christina Applegate. But other than that, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of her. And I need to know essence going into this film. What point a romance was supposed to spark between these two? Yeah. When they were going down the bobsled at 600 miles an hour and almost died. Yeah, yeah, that didn't look like fun to me. It looked like... But they were just hating each other. Yeah. There was no coy anything. There was no slow build-up. All of a sudden, he tries to kiss her. No foreplay, nothing. And she sneezes in his face. Yeah. The fear of death can do wondrous things to people. I guess. Is that what they're trying to say? But don't you think when you have a near-death experience with someone you hate that puts you in that situation, wouldn't you hate them even more? Well, no, I you think in their the face and you whole... Know, that's true. That's true. I mean, I think the whole thing was it was supposed to be like she would really like him if she'd give him a chance. And if she let down her guard for more than two minutes, then obviously she'd fall in love with him. I hmm. guess, but okay. there's no redeeming quality in this man. I know. That doesn't even get presented until much later. No, $250,000 seems pretty redeeming to me. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's very rich. <laughs> right. But uh, it's so weird. Not going to lie. Yeah, you, the strange no part is things I wouldn't do for 250 get okay. Yeah. The strange strange part is is that like he suggests they go bobsledding then he's about to chicken out. But she's the one that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, you'll never do it and all this other stuff. Right. And, like, there's too many, like, quick cuts to this movie, like, for the toboggan scene. That was a quick cut where they're in a helicopter all of a sudden. So he just called for a helicopter and they hopped in to go to a bigger hill. And it's it's okay. seemingly on the side of a mountain. Yeah, like, they would have been hours. So they flew to the Ozarks? <laughs> Because <laughs> they're in Chicago, right? Yep. Yeah. Where's Where's the nearest mountain? Rocky Mountains? Or uh, no, it'd be the Ozarks, right? Wisconsin? Or maybe the Appalachian are there any? Are there any mountains in Wisconsin? Maybe in Tennessee? Let's see. Iron Mountain? Michigan? Michigan is 305 yeah. miles away. That's the closest well, mountain. Go. Great Smoky Mountains National Park is 585 miles. Okay. The Ooh. highest point in Illinois is Charles Mound. That's yeah. something I didn't know before. Yeah. So maybe they went to Iron Mountain? Maybe. Not sure there's a mountain at Iron Mountain. Oh, there is. I'm looking at a picture of it anyways. Yeah, they go skiing oh. there. It's pretty mountainy. Yeah. Like trees on it and shit. It's not like a ton of mountains like the Rockies. Anywho, it did not look like they were going to be anywhere close to Chicago. Yeah, that part, I don't know. Not like any part of this movie shocked me. As I was watching it, because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, what? Like, are we watching? 
what what it is this movie ridiculous i was like how did this get made it surprised me over this isn't an again. incredibly weird time for movies i get that but what is this movie i don't well, know the dark christmas comedy of course but why does it exist it's so strange because we need dark christmas comedies in our lives i guess that are but it's not this really one. written based on a really stupid premise that had a chance to be good, but they wrote nonsense around it. Someone pitched this idea to executives and they were like, you know what, we don't really have anything going on, so sure. It seems like magic. Yeah, right. I guess. Like, throw spaghetti at the wall and then this is the shit that hit the floor. But how did they get all these people to sign on for it? The, so I'm saying this is a very weird time for movies. Those early aughts are just so weird. You get gladiator and you then you also get surviving christmas and then you get ben affleck and daredevil you know he was in ben affleck and reindeer games he was in a ton of shitty movies right in a row like that Mm -hmm. let's click on his name and look in 2004 right around that time he starts getting into like real crappy movies let's see let's yeah, Pearl Harbor. Mm. Starting in 2000, we got Bounce. Not good. Reindeer Games. No. Not good. Pearl Harbor. What is Daddy and Them? I don't know. Anyways. Another movie for us to watch? so awful that no one's ever heard of it. Changing Lanes. The Sum of All Fears, which I think is all right. The Third Wheel. Daredevil. Geely. Paycheck. Mm-hmm. Jersey Girl, Surviving Christmas, Man About Town, Clerks 2, Hollywoodland, and then he's probably not in a good movie again until Smoking Aces, and that movie's just like more cult good. And he really just had a what? How was he? Of stinkers, didn't he? Yeah. Um, the first legit good movie he's probably in is Extract in 2009. Then in 2010, he finally breaks away from all that bullcrap and he makes The Town. Good movie. Good movie. He's in Argo. I thought Changing Lanes was actually really good. It's okay, Samuel Jackson. So Daddy and Them, a 2001 movie, is a dark comedy where a married couple comes to the aid of a jailed uncle with Billy Bob Thornton, Laura Dern, and Diana Ladd. Yeah, these are. This is probably a horrible movie. And so, like, as I'm going down the list of people, Kelly Preston, Andy Griffith, Rest Sandra, in peace. Sandra Seacat, John Prine, Jeff yeah, Bailey, Jim Varney, rest in peace, Jim Varney, Brenda, Walton Goggins, Jamie what? Lee Curtis, Ben Affleck. I was like, it's crazy. You go back to some of these movies on how many people are in them. Yeah, and these Billy Bob Thornton and Laura Dern were both huge names at the time, so yeah. there's no excuse for them. It's wild. It's weird. It's just a weird time for movies, guys. Yes. Was well, a weird time for movies, for sure. But then you think if you think Ben Affleck now, you think, "Oh, he's got a little alcohol problem, but he's also fucking Batman and, you know, he is a great director who makes um What did he make? Hmm? What movie directed he, movies? Yeah, did he direct something good? Has he directed something? He's Argo, won an Academy Award. Town. Oh. Yeah. So, like, The Town was his first one. I guess Gone Baby Gone was his first one, right? Yeah. But he wasn't in that one. But then he did The Town and Argo, and he won for Argo. And he was nominated yeah. for The Town. I believe so. I believe so. Got eight. Yeah, he's very... I, I think he borrows a lot of his directing style from Clint Eastwood. Gotcha. Um, I find their movies to be very similar, but maybe that's just me. He's working on Ghost Army and Witness for the Prosecution right now. But, he, I mean, he was an Oscar winner before he made almost all of his movies because he was... right. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. He started his career as an Oscar winner. Yeah. Well, sort of. I mean, he was in. Well, yeah. Mole rats. A bunch of bullshit before that. You know, Days and Confused and School Ties and. I guess. Gosh, he she was, was a childhood a... actor? I didn't know that. 
Who? Ben Affleck. Who? You said she. I was confused oh, for a moment. You did. I did. I was like Christina Applegate. Yeah, she was a Kelly Bundy. She was Kelly Bundy. <laughs> oh, Ben Affleck's been acting since 1981. I was born then. Did you believe the chemistry before between no. the mom and the dad? Not Ben and Christina Applegate. I didn't believe anybody had chemistry in this movie. There was no chemistry. I mean, I definitely believed that. James Gandolfini and Catherine O'Hara didn't like each other very much. Sure. So, that works, I guess. I believe the kid had chemistry with his computer screen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the only part of this movie that I will... Hold on a second. I got it right here. Are you ready? Go ahead. The production so was shot without a completed script. There what? it is. As a result, there were many delays and arguments over what to shoot. James Gandolfini admitted in a behind-the-scenes interview that most of the film was improvised. Wow. There it is. Yikes. James Gandolfini is only 10 years older than Christine Applegate. What? Huh. That is bunkers. Oh, here we go. John Favreau was offered a chance to direct, but instead he made Elf. <laughs> I would too. So Ben Affleck made one of the worst Christmas movies of all time, and John Favreau made a classic. But as we An learned, classic. We watched on Netflix the movies that made us, and they the very first episodes about Elf and yeah. how long it took Elf to get made. Yeah, and how surprising that was. But how John Favreau specifically wanted three things for the movie, and it makes more sense. I'm Ooh, glad somebody's got to do homework. Who wants to do homework for me? Homework. Be more specific. Read a book, or at least find a section of a book. Find a section of. I'm not. Googling. And we'll come back and we'll do it next episode if we remember. Okay. Tell John us. White, who was Ben Affleck's stand-in, wrote a devastating depiction of what the filming was like in his book, Dreams That Die, Misadventures in Hollywood. Okay. I'll do it. Uh, This was competing with Christmas with the Cranks, which I find to be a better movie. I don't know about that. Better than this? Yeah, I don't know about that. It's definitely better than this. I don't, I don't know about that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying this is better. I, I'm saying they might be at the same level. Oh, they're not even close to the same level. Christmas with the Cranks way better. I did not like Christmas with the Cranks. I'm not saying I like I it either, know. but I really don't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> at least Christmas with the Cranks had a plot that made somewhat. I mean, it sense. was it was what it was. Is that the movie with it, Tim Allen? Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. 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 I For sure. That one definitely has more going for it than Surviving Christmas. Now that we know it was mostly improvised, it makes more sense. Because you were like... Never... You constantly were asking yourself, like, where are they going with this? So Ben Affleck is a shit show, according to IMDb, until 2007 when he directs Gone Baby Gone. He was on just a string of absolute garbage. Sounds like he took it out on his uh, co-stars and stuff, too. Yeah. Probably led to some drinking problems of his. But yeah, that's... uh... Yeah. I don't know. I don't think this is... Obviously, without a script, you're not going to... Right? You're not going to... Sometimes you get Iron Man 2. Sometimes you get this. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I guess. Right. We did another movie pretty recently that they didn't have a script while they were making the movie. Was it Hallmark? No, it wasn't Hallmark. (laughs) How do you know that? Um, Hallmark, Hallmark for sure will always have a script because there's always going to be uh, an aspiring high school student that'll write you one. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. 
There's a small Connecticut town somewhere that looks a lot like Stars Hollow where kids are just churning out scripts. <laughs> and factories. For Hallmark movies. For Hallmark movies, exactly. And they're paying them 12 cents an hour. Um, What else we got to say about this movie? It's... Uh, it's difficult. It's who? It is. It's horrible. It's... Gosh. It's really hard to have your protagonist have zero redeeming quality until like an hour and 30 minutes in. Yeah, like 10 minutes before the film is done. Yeah, like the last 10 minutes of the movie, he comes around and he admits like the reasons why he's a broken person. That should have came in the first 10 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Right. Then we would have rooted for him the whole time. There would have been, yeah. He had these redeeming qualities. He just had to find them. And how does his mom afford that house working as a waitress? Exactly. That was my biggest point in this whole movie. That's what threw me. This threw me off a lot because it's supposedly his boyhood home, yet... Well, didn't his dad die? Yeah. No, his dad left. At four. I thought his dad died. No, his dad took off. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that house only cost $20,000 and it was in the family before. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was paid off. Just, just working for, for everything else, yeah. Maybe. It's just such a weird, weird movie. It is. I wonder if there's a lot of tension on set between all these people and all the nonsense that's going on and no script and I kind of oh, want to find this book. I'd imagine so. It must have been a really small set because they were always in the house filming. I know we had, what, the snowball scene and the toboggan scene and where he makes her very special moment into a musical yeah, what scene. What the hell? I, I totally missed what her special moment was, too. So that was like, I was yeah, like, what is he doing? Yeah, as well. Oh, like a tree covered in ice. Yeah. Literally, she said she was walking through the park, and then out of all the trees in the park, this one tree was covered in ice. And it looked beautiful, and it reminded her of being a princess in an ice palace. And I was like, what? She thought of Elsa before Frozen came out? Does she think of herself as Elsa? That's what I was thinking. They should should sue Disney for uh, stealing the idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I was like, that's kind of lame. But it's not like he yeah. had good memories either. I wasn't paying attention enough either. And then when the thing, the whole thing went down, I was like, uh, why are there people singing? There's an angel coming from the sky that there's nothing up there to hold her up. That, so that doesn't make sense. And Gotcha. Yeah. It definitely made sense that she didn't like any of it, though. Yeah, for sure. Because it was garish and stupid. Correct. I'm with you there. I think she kind of went a little overboard with her scathing. uh... Oh. (laughs) She was like, yeah, you're just a rich scumbag. You don't really care about anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of true, but at least he thought of her, right? Mm. We're talking at the very least, right? At the very least. He tried to do something nice. He just is a fucking crazy person. Has no idea what nice is. Oh, he, and he's on a like a manic bender, too. So you kind of got to watch yeah. the way you are around him. All right. It, it's just... It makes sense that it's all improvised. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we know that Ben Affleck's a good writer. He writes very good movies. However, he is not a good improviser. What is wrong with this? People said this movie's funnier than the Santa Claus. Funnier? I I guess if you're really high, this movie would be hilarious. I was going to say, I didn't laugh at anything. (laughs) I was mostly disgusted. Like, he broke the railing? That wasn't even funny. No. Her chopping up the marshmallows? That wasn't funny either. That was the closest this movie got to funny. 
Catherine O'Hara chopping his marshmallows. Like, it was a hard attempt. At was there trying. anything that was funny in this movie? There was one thing I chuckled at, and now I'm I'm blanking at what it was. Um, when the family holds hands to say grace, and the dad grabs his hand and squeezes it, maybe. Nope. No. Um, when the, the dad kid throwing his computer off the ledge. No. no. How about when the dad like uh, messes up Drew's face from a snowball? No. No. Matt, anything, buddy? Mm, no. <laughs> when his uh, tray falls with his eggnog, his spiked eggnog at the beginning. No. You remember that? <laughs> was it funny when he dropped the ham? No. No. There was no funny moments. When the guy... Yeah, got- they filmed... No, go ahead. When the guy got pulled up on his wire and said he was flying. What happened? What the fuck? Oh, the wedgie. <laughs> he's like, I have a wedgie. 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 <laughs> During the Christmas carol. <laughs> Sorry, I guess Duda. I need to add a Duda little. had a wedgie? Okay. Yeah. I guess that, the closest thing to funny would have been when the girlfriend's dad didn't think it was weird he was making out with his sister. <laughs> oh, you know what? What made me chuckle was when the dad, the girlfriend's dad, freaked out or and told off his wife, and was just like, "You know what? I've I've been putting up with this for years, but they don't have to." And I'm like, <laughs> and then he legit tells that girl in front of everybody, and for the first time, I'm not your real dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to have chill for like seemingly 30 years and absolutely cut that shit short on Christmas? Right? <laughs> fucking chill pill, brah. I wonder if that's another improv. Probably. Because that's yeah, funny. They filmed, they filmed this like it was the most hilarious fucking thing, though. They're like, this, this comedy bit's going to be funny. Let's make sure we film this nice and comedically. When they delayed this movie, like for over a year or something like that, after they made it, surprise, surprise, yeah, yeah. Can we save this in the editing room? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, no, we can't. Eh, Let's put it out anyway. How is this your favorite movie of all time, Lindsay? I watch this movie every Christmas. I think this is wonderful, clever, and extremely enjoyable movie. Where are you looking up reviews at? IMDb. Okay. Because this was a how did this get made movie and people do fake reviews on Amazon to get their review, review read. Oh. Because Paul always reads five star reviews. Ah. Uh, she gave it an mm. eight. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a Christmas Dash reviewer's alternate profile. Oh, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good point, Matt. How is the best movie you've ever seen only an eight? I've always got to leave room for more. <laughs> like Brian Regan. <laughs> Which pain are you in? Well, I've heard <laughs> that the worst pain a human being can feel is getting your femur bone cracked in half, so I can't claim a 10. Then there's pregnant women, so they get nine. <laughs> eight. I'm an eight. No. Say eight. Say eight. <laughs> <laughs> Happy eight day. Oh, this guy's hilarious. He goes, I went not very good. He gave it a one. Okay, perfect. Went in to see this film in the cinema, and I and my girlfriend were the only ones in the room. Did they fuck? (laughs) Hope this review stops from other people wasting their money. I was embarrassed to walk out of the theater. I went there, too. (laughs) (laughs) But he was only embarrassed because they got caught fucking. Hmm. It would be worth it. Jeez. I paid $5. I'm going to get $5 worth. At that point. Yeah, I don't know what else to say, guys. This is not watchable. I don't... The only reason I continued watching it is because I have to talk about it here. Otherwise, I think I would have shut it off. Mm. Oh, I would have I started watching it on, like, skip two for most half the film, the (laughs) latter half the film. I was like... 
Bro, I can do stuff before we start recording. Let me, uh... Right? It's and, not good. And people on IMDb, they're like, the first comments were obviously Affleck's employees. No one would give this movie an 8 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> and they have it in all caps. It sucks. Damon's is hands down the brains of this duo. Wow. That's wow. an interesting point. And at this point in time, he's also a, a bigger movie star in, a, in making better movies. Yeah. It's crazy how they've kind of changed. You got Dipshit McGee versus Jason Bourne. No contest, bruh. He goes, this guy's nice, but he's cardboard. Pure and simple cardboard. He's not cardboard. He's cardboard on fire. Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't acting wooden, for sure. He was definitely, he was putting it out there in a Nicolas Cage-esque yeah. fashion. Mm. Ooh, I want to see this movie remade with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh my gosh. It would probably be better. That would be amazeballs. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want it to be still Ben Affleck, but I want Gandolfini to re- be replaced by Nicolas Cage, and then every time Affleck goes crazy, I want Nicolas Cage to match it. Oh my gosh. Oh, Family Man, that's a really man. good Christmas film. Family Man is a good Christmas film. How about if it was Nicolas Cage? You're a bad, bad girl, and you make me so hot. And Galfini <laughs> as Sean Connery. Uh, who, who's Galfini? The what, poor man is dead. <laughs> Galfini? Gandolfini? Gandolfini. Gandolfini. Gandolf, right? He's Gandolfini. Same thing. He's got a beard. Yeah, just have Sean Connery weekend at Bernie's. A- yeah. He, he wore a Santa hat. That's a wizard hat. I'm close. Santa's a wizard? This is interesting. Let's un- <laughs> unpeel this orange. Yeah, he's the big fat wizard elf. Uh, you didn't know this? No. Mm-hmm. Wizard is such an interesting connotation. I mean, Santa's definitely magic, right? But a wizard. <laughs> I mean, maybe he is a wizard. That's no, the other, the other elves are just kind of like underling wizards, and he's like the big wiz- head so wizard. So he's like Sauron the White, and his elves are a bit like the orcs. Sure. Oh, no, no. Santa is Dumbledore, and the elves are house elves, for sure. Okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. He's Dumbledore, huh? And who's Mrs. Claus, then? Because Dumbledore Uh, be gay. Grindelwald? (laughs) Ah. He post-op? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That works for me. I'm with it. I'm with it. And they just ride in a sleigh instead of a broom. Gotcha. Sure. All right, guys. We've solved Christmas. On to the next thing. (laughs) And that is... (laughs) That is reading this movie. I didn't know Christmas needed to be solved, but we did it. I think I can actually rate this lower. Do knows this. Than my last movie I watched. Well, I've got a very specific rating in mind for this. You do? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't. I want to hear yours first, then. No, no, no. I'll be last. No, no such thing. Yep. I veto. I'm on strike Eat until my turds. Joe gives his review. Anyone else can go next. Um. Uh, I'm gonna rate it a zero. Zero's fair. Not good. Don't watch it. I, I don't. I mean, I guess you know what. I gave the last movie. What was it? 2.2%? 2% percent of a star. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give it half that. I'll, I'll give it back a little bit of, of points, knowing that it was improvised, I guess. I guess? Okay. I guess. I mean, it so was 1% obvious of that one they star. had... Yeah. I, I mean, it was obviously didn't have a good script. I didn't realize they had no script, so I guess that's something redeeming. It is some, they, they made a movie with no script, so that's not something anybody could do. True. How about you, Matt? Uh, let me give it a, a .01. Ooh. It's just garbage. I don't know. Whoever pitched this film must have been like the kind of guy that can sell uh, red red ketchup popsicles to a woman with white gloves. Sure. Because this is just... It's awful. I don't know what they were thinking. I, I don't... 
I think they pitched a totally different movie. <laughs> Something. I don't know how this got into production without a script. There's there's a lot I need to know, but it has to do with my rating. You re- you ready? Oh sure. Certain, Haha, I didn't rate it yet. There's certain was... things that you can do without a script. Like there's certain films you could just be like, okay, yeah, we'll wing it. This is not one of them. You can't do this without a script. It doesn't work as we've seen. No. Like you have a ha- you have to have a script for this kind of film, <laughs> or you have to be a talented improviser. Uh, uh, sure, I guess. But that. even with like an, an improv movie, like the two movies that were done, like Best in Show, and then the other one with Chris Guest and all those people, yeah, uh, those were improv. But they had a loose, they had a loose uh, structure oh, of like what they needed to get to. Just how they got there was probably done in numerous, numerous tries, and they picked the best ones. I mean, they do it every week on Curb, right? Yeah, um, sorta. So I think Curb is like 75% written. I that's not my understanding of it, but my understanding could absolutely be incorrect. It's probably 100% so, written, but they're they only shoot those once. <laughs> and you know, probably what makes it on TV is mostly all the improv or mostly I mean, I've heard that it's actually not scripted at all, that they just get a loose outline. They they get told there's, like, script points that they have to hit, but, there, but there's no lines, there's no words um, that they have to say. And, in fact, the audition process does not include sides. They have to just kind of go in and... Oh, they, the, the story's all made for them. They just make up the dialogue. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, they do a good job at it. Shannon, what do you rate this film? I have to go first because she's being a baby. Oh, okay. Wah, wah. This film, film, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm rating it a negative 45 million because that's how much the budget was. 45 what? million? Jesus, somebody yeah. got away with I mean, at robbery. least 30 of that, though, was in cast. Let's be honest. Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson cost $4 million. Oh, man. Little Miss Sunshine with, you know, Alan Arkin, Steve Carell, Greg Kinnear, and Tony Collette, $8 million. So don't well, tell sure, me it's the cast. Have, well, no, it is the cast because those are good movies. <laughs> so, you know, to, to get these people yeah, in this yeah. movie, they had to pay them a shit ton. Yeah. The same guy who pitched the idea for the film, obviously, because he could just yep. be like, yeah. He was pitching the it's... alcoholic eggnog. Eggnog? Studio's going to pay a little bit of called eggnog. I, I, Is it just me, or does eggnog sound like a great substitute, for, or like a, like a weed? A pot version eggnog. of eggnog? Yeah. Instead of yeah. it being spiked with alcohol, it's... It's eggnog. It's THC. It's like eggnog. Yeah. I think you've Love got it. yourself a business proposal. No one steal it. Email it to yourself right now so that <laughs> so you got it. I have it on record. My rating is I rather watch an entire season of Hallmark movies before I ever watch this movie again. Oh, I will never be watching this movie again. Yeah. That's no. how bad it is. It's like there's what a hundred Hallmark Christmas movies every year that they come out with. I don't How know. many? Like forty? I can't. Here's the deal: if you kidnap me and tape my eyes open and put this on the screen, I'll force my heart to stop. I will die. <laughs> you force. I will give up the will to live. I do not ever want to see this movie again. I feel like that's extreme. Maybe <laughs> I would watch this movie, but still, forget. Angela, it is less extreme than the things Ben Affleck is doing in this movie. That's true. <laughs> I went there. I did it in a calm tone, even. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't. I wasn't. He's just like, golly. I wonder if his stomach got full from all the scenery he was chewing. Mm-hmm. Any, anyways, guys, it's over. We ripped off this piece of shit band aid. Time to throw it in the trash and on to the next thing. Yes. yes. Happy New Year! Yeah. It is it Happy. is the season for a new year. By the time you guys hear us next, it'll be a whole new Pre- year. We'll, we're going to have probably like a whole 
long, long episode about all the stuff we've been watching. Uh huh. Because it's a big old list by the time we're back. Wonder Woman will have come out. The Mandalorian will have had a finale. Um, new Year, New Me. All the Hallmark movies. All the Hallmark movies are over. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, are lots there of stuff. anything else coming out? Just me, baby. Oh. Explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah, ex- especially explosive Please diarrhea. Yeah, guys, let's just be ready to put the nail in this coffin and get out of here. I'm Shannon. Yep. Whoa, I have to hit. I'm ready for bed. Okay. Outro has been hit, guys. Thank you for sitting through this one. Do not, do not ever. And dogs. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, my cat. Listen to the shit. And cat. All right. For all the dogs out there, woof woof, and the cats meow meow. Ferrets, go kill yourself. Jesus. Yes, please. Take <laughs> your stinky, stinky selves and fly right off the cliff. They're furry tube-shaped rats, as Marshall would say. Um, That's a reference for maybe one person. Perfect. Guys, I don't care. Uh, we'll just talk to you next time. <laughs> just, if you want to email <laughs> us, moviedummies at gmail.com. Send us a voice message at movie, or no, anchor.fm slash moviedummies. I'm not with it. <laughs> Um, tell us how much you hated this movie when you Please. saw it. If you've never saw it, don't watch it. Like when I saw that it was on Amazon, I was like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> Not paying that. Yeah, but there's two versions on Amazon, one of which was free. Anyways, I'm <sighs> goodbye, guys. I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And for Aaron, we're out of here. Bye. 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 Happy 2020. Bye. 2021, you mean? No, 2020. Bye. Oh, 2020. Bye. I got you. I'm with you. Bye, cheese bags. Yeah.